0: Hey, it's the Voice 666, and I do not like you. You're listening to I Do Not Like You, your show about applied discipline, hosted by the Voice 666, from kinkymp3files.com. Well, hello there. So it's the Voice calling, and I've got the giant Skype recording system running. You okay with me taking a little time to talk?
1: I am, Mr. Voice.
0: Nice, I like that. So it's hey, Dan man. Jemison, this is my special podcast, it's called I Don't Like You, but it has nothing to do with the sweet thing that's on the other end of the line, because I do like her, your name <laughs> for the record, darling? I am
1: Alina Gabash.
0: Wait a minute, Alina Gabash. I think I googled you one day, and I found out that you're a really smart, sexy, kinky lady, is that accurate? That's me, Absolutely. Nice, did I, did I get that in the right order? Smart, uh, sexy, smart kinky? sexy, kinky? Smart, um, sexy, kinky, yeah,
1: those, are all, those are all work, I like being... Considered smart was above the
0: sexy and kinky. All right. Because
1: you can't right. be really sexy and kinky unless you're smart. To be really honest, I it's think.
0: so true. It's so, so true.
1: <laughs>
0: so uh, I'm calling today to talk a little bit about impact play. I, you know, if a brief review for my listeners, as a professional dominant, one of the things I do is uh, grab you and punch you a few times—not you, but but my clients. And today, <laughs> one of the things I thought I'd do is talk a little bit about what all kinds of things can I hit somebody with, and what kind of sensations are they going to experience when I do? And I said to myself, all right, who do I know who knows a lot about hitting and being hit with different things? And gosh, your name came right to mind, darling.
1: (laughs) Well, I do like to hit people, and I like to get hit. I'm a switch, so a little bit of everything. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, So, so... Typically, you know, I think it's fair to say that for most people where you probably start with getting smacked around a little bit it's probably the palm of a hand, right? Getting a little spanking, a little slapping, yeah. stuff like that.
1: I would say spanking is the most common form of impact play, partly mm-hmm. because it, you've got your tools with you right there. And, um, and a lot of people who do role playing, who like to pretend to be somebody that they're not, um, yeah. spanking fits right into that, whether you're playing – um, I don't know how many of you, your, your folks saw the movie Secretary, for example. So mm-hmm. secretary and boss, or school, school teacher and bad schoolboy, uh, that's a favorite of a lot of people. Um, require spankings from time to time, you know. Right. So uh, hand spankings are probably the most. In fact, there's actually whole spanking societies out there, groups of people who actually do not think that they're kinky into BDSM. BDSM bondage and discipline, dominance, submission, and sadomasochism all mm-hmm. rolled into one. Um, they do during the spanking, and they consider it a completely separate fetish and kink. And there's whole groups that do the, over-the-knee spanking with the person laying over the knee using a hand or a paddle or a shoe, and that's uh, pretty much all they do. And it's very fascinating fetish for a lot of people.
0: Uh, I tell you, you know, one of the things I do with spanking is I use it for hard discipline. You know, I'll pull somebody over my lap and spank them and literally spank them until they cry, and there is something about taking some 30- or 40-year-old buck and beating yep. him until he's sobbing a little bit that, you know, again, so a lot of uses, I think it's fair to say, for, for impact play from a fetish slash scene through actual discipline through, again, I, I think it's probably accurate to say, correct me if I'm wrong, some people are just into the straight-up sensation of it.
1: Oh, Absolutely. One of the things about any kind of, of uh, kinky play is that there's a lot of different reasons why we do it. And that's kind of why we ended up with the term BDSM, because we've kind of smushed all the stuff into one acronym, thanks to the Internet. Mm-hmm. Because for some people, the, the, it's about the pain. And it's about the pain because it creates endorphins and gets you high and makes you feel good. For others, it's about the punishment. And sure. for others, it's about being a service. So I'm sure. going to take you spanking to be of service to you, even though um, it's not something maybe that I really like. And then there are people who really do like, like I said, they love the role playing part of it. I mean that's sure. a big thing for some people is is role playing. So they get to play the game and be um, you know get their spankings and stuff all at the same time.
0: Yeah, I like that. So, um, yeah. what would be some examples of some things that you've been hit with?
1: Oh. I got. You want to hear some the, the more bizarre things I've been hit with? No. Well, let, let,
0: yeah. Let's do the gamut. Let's just just touch on some let's of the. Start crazy with the little stuff. stuff, and we'll work yeah. to the bizarre stuff.
1: So um, the things that I've been um, and it, and and then you have to also like there's different kinds of impact play. There's impact play that's that's uh, on the butt. There's impact play on the back. There's impact play on the inner thighs, on the legs. Um, you know, the breast. But the most common types of impact play there is uh, hands,
0: mm-hmm.
1: paddles, mm-hmm. Um, floggers, which are tailed whips, whips with tails, um, like a cat of 9 tails but maybe not braided. Sometimes it's soft leather. Uh, the, the most, probably the most popular form of, of kink is spanking, and probably the next most popular form is flogging.
0: Okay. And bondage
1: is in there somewhere also. But, but, so floggers canes which are rattan they can be canes and rods canes are usually made out of rattan and they're um usually kind of whippy and stingy rods are usually made out of some other form their form of material other than rattan and they still are also are stingy and whippy um one of the things that you'll find is most people have preferences they like either stingy or study um sure. okay. and there's also the slappy study which what what paddles do i i probably like paddles the least. I think paddles okay. they, they just irritate me and I want to hit you back or something. <laughs> Which
0: is pretty sexy unto itself, but that might not I'd, be what the scene I have is. I've been known requiring. to
1: do that, but that's usually not yeah, that's usually not what you're supposed to do. Um but 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 there's the different sensations and partly oh and crops, you know, like like um like riding crops, um switches. You can take a tr- tree branch. I've been hit with uh, rose b- roses,
0: I oh, roses yes.
1: with bl- blackberry canes, nice. you know, brambles. Um, mm-hmm. I had an oar broken over my butt years ago. That was kind of funny.
0: Wow.
1: <laughs> it sounds really, really scary, but the oars aren't meant to be hitting people. So I'm, I'm at a big dungeon party. This guy's got this giant oar and he hits me with it like five times and it hurt, right? But yeah. it didn't hurt as bad as it looked, but then all of a sudden it goes crack. And it breaks in half. Of course, everybody then
0: thought I was, like, really kick-ass. My nickname is sure. Rhino-Hide after that. Nice. <laughs> nice. I like that. Well, yeah, I mean, it seems to me, my experience is, you know, I've done, as, as you know, I'm a sub to chicks, and I've done a fair amount of, of service uh, time, and it strikes me, no pun intended, that actually <laughs> quite often it was the smaller or certainly the narrower things that uh, really drove me to distraction, you know, that thin rod and such that kind of thing. So so now let's Absolutely. say so let's say I've got somebody who's they've acknowledged that, okay, I, I'm willing to to have impact play be a portion of my discipline or my regiment of learning and such. So if I was gonna use that as my uh what, we'll say my my starting point, and then I was looking for, for a scale of what's going to uh, leave the, the greatest impression upon my subject. <laughs> what sorts of things am I looking at in terms of like, okay, I got the hand, and, you know, maybe I got the hairbrush and a paddle, but as I work toward more discipline, what's more discipline, Alina?
1: So so I would say that canes are probably the, the area that you'd want to watch, out. And they're also traditionally more disciplined. Um, okay. Canes are used to discipline schoolboys um, in uh, the – around the Victorian age in in England and in other parts of the country. They're still used to this day in places like Thailand. Um, A young man about eight years ago was caught, American boy was caught in Singapore spray-painting cars and he was um, punished with a half-inch in diameter cane, rattan cane, that was wielded by a martial artist. He didn't get warm-up, which is what you normally get when you play. And... um, and he probably still bears the scars to this, to this day, and he probably got hit only six times. But it is definitely a punishment tool. Um, it can also be great for role-playing, because the old-fashioned bend sure. over the desk and take six good ones for the headmaster, you know. Yeah. and it's definitely used for punishment. Um, they are. Um, it's a very interesting story about the, in the Victorian days, or in, back in the Victorian days in England, um, they, ha- they quit hitting boys on the buttocks, as they called them back then, on the ass, with canes, because they were eroticizing the pain, and so little boys would get punished and then turn around and do the same thing they just got punished for again, so they actually sent out a decree that they would no longer uh, hit them on the butt, instead they uh, hit them on the uh, um, hands and broke bones instead, which is kind of nasty. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Funny, but, but that's like, you know a whole nother conversation for another show. Would be the whole, you know, where does a fetish come from and how does it get started? And then, you know, yeah. a nice example right there of a societal practice. And the next thing you know, everybody's laying around jerking off, thinking about spanking their homie, right? You know, it's like
1: I, I have to say that canes are probably the most erotic toy I play with. Really, they're very erotic. There's something about the vibration that they create in the body. Mm-hmm. um when they hit when they strike the body that is it's really hard to explain just how it's fucking hot it is it's just so erotic and so so sexy and well, I, I, I actually really love to be caned it's one of my favorite favorite huh. things to bottom too huh
0: because i mean now correct me if i'm wrong So so much of what's happening it's an energy transferal i mean here's this this entity moving through space, you know, it's got mass. It's, you know, it impacts mm-hmm. the flesh, and then again, a paddle might feel a certain way and transfer energy a certain way relative to a cane or a rod. Ever been whipped?
1: Yes, uh, with like a like a single-tailed uh, whip or a flogger whip.
0: Well, I um, would imagine in your case, you've probably been whipped by a lot of different whips. But so, is, <laughs> is whipping considered impact play?
1: It is. It is. It's definitely a type of in- impact play. Play, excuse me. Um, I um, I like. I actually personally like uh, single tails, which are single uh, tailed whips. That, oh, that's uh, a use, nasty,
0: you know, nasty sting. They, son of a gun, man. They, that thing. they
1: hurt uh, like a motherfucker. Yes. Yeah. Um, the thing about them is they have a similar kind of of what I call white hot pain that yeah. came through, Only they're more focused. And mm-hmm. so they 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 really do push the endorphins up really really fast and really high, and um, they and, and and again they can go you can go back to role playing. I mean Jesus was scourged with a um, with a, a a scourge which they used on Jesus with a, uh, a many tailed whip with knots sure. in it. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of really erotic sexy things you can do as far as play and as far as uh, uh, without it having to be completely. Horribly painful, and it can be completely horrible, horribly painful too, which is nothing wrong with that. (laughs) Well, I mean, again, let's face
0: it. Yeah, you know the again, the application of pain can be anywhere from a you know a a fetish and endorphin rush. Again, uh, strong discipline and all of that. Hey, uh, if I ask nice, can I take like a two-minute break and then dial you back and talk to you a little bit about? Uh, maybe some favored vendors and just a little bit about some of the new materials that we're seeing coming out and stuff like that. Will you have a couple more minutes? Absolutely. Groovy, groovy. Okay, so we're going to take just a short break, and I'll be right back. And thanks so much for the wisdom, doll. I'll call you in a sec.
1: All righty. Talk to you soon.
0: This is I Do Not Like You, your show about applied discipline, hosted by Dan Chemis, a.k.a. the Voice 666 from KinkyMP3Files.com. Hello there. So, uh, gosh, I keep dialing this number because it leads me to the Empress of Kink, and I like that. (laughs) So, uh, it is I Do Not Like You, and that's just the name of the show because I happen to think Alina is, how should we say, the cat's meow. Uh, But it is I Do Not Like You, your show about applied discipline, and today we're talking about impact play. So if you don't mind, darling, what I thought I'd start with is let's just talk about a few things. Let's say I got no gear, right? I got no gear. Right. And I need to need to whack somebody. Now, I'll use my boot or my shoe, and I've been known to rummage through the drawer and find a wooden spoon or a spatula. What other sorts of things oh. might I whack you with?
1: Well, wooden spoons and spatulas can be pretty pretty darn nasty. In fact, I would say wooden spoons are one of the nastier toys out there. Um, mm-hmm. Well. One of the things you can do is you can um, if, you, if you don't have a local vendor or somebody to purchase actual equipment from in your area, mm-hmm. most places somewhere you can find a tax shop, a place where they sell horses
0: ah, to fight sure. for horses. Mm-hmm. And
1: at tax shops, you can get courts and crops, which are a really great way to start, um, start with. They're easy to play with. They're surface pain. they can be really stingy and slappy. And, um, and they're not very expensive. In fact, they're very inexpensive. Sure. Um, but there's so many great resources that you can find um, reliable BDSM equipment pretty much anywhere. So if you get tired of using your hairbrush, your shoe, your hand, or your spoon, you can go online and find great vendors. And um, there's some really, really wonderful stuff out there that you can, that you can get for not too expensive, actually, even.
0: So it seems to me that a great differentiator online is quality of item, right? You know, I mean, right. that that whole thing where a picture does, you know, it's like, well, it looks good and all of that. Um, I trust you. You got any vendors in particular that you trust that would you route me to for shopping online and that sort of thing?
1: Yeah. Two of my favorites are Wien Studios and Bare Leather Works. Um, okay. And Wien is spelled W-I-A-N. And uh-huh. their their uh, website is w i a n dash studios s t u d i o s dot com, okay. and, and bare leatherworks is the word B-A-R-E-L-E-A-P-H-E-R-W-O-R-K-S.com. com, and those are both um, they're they're local to the Pacific Northwest, so I know them personally. They make mm-hmm. really great great toys. Mm-hmm. Um, Wean makes mostly floggers and whippy, whippy items. Their leather yep. works makes leather, um, leather floggers, leather paddles, all kinds of, and they also do some really cool stuff with rubber, which can be really nasty.
0: Sure. Um,
1: and they, and they also do restraints and that kind of stuff. And then there's a, um, a, a company out of New York called Adam and, and, and Jillian. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I don't know them really well, but I do know of them, and they come highly recommended. And, um, there's, their, um URL is aswgt.com. And they mm-hmm. sell cane, floggers, uh, paddles, straps, cats, all kinds of toys. So they, nice. they sell all kinds of things. So, nice. um, but if, but if you went, if you went to Wea and our bare leather, they, they are definitely, um, two really great, great um, local vendors here here in the Northwest who also do, also uh, send their, uh, they will ship ship items to you, that kind of stuff. Nice. They're very fun.
0: Nice. Well, you know, it strikes me that, for instance, if I was just going to, like, let's say I needed to do a beating of the moment, right, I might just kick my boot off and start whacking on you, or I might find Mm. a tax, you know, right, 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 or I might find a tax shop and, you know, drag your, not your ass, but drag your ass in there, and, you know, and the fact is that if I find myself in a space where I'm enjoying some impact play, and I say to myself, hey, geez, that got me wet, or that got me, you know, rigid, visiting a place like Wien, or getting a chance to scope out Bear Leatherworks, and that's, that's bear like, bear, right? <laughs> bear I like like, to...
1: like naked bear. Got
0: B-A-R-E. it. B-A-R-E. Bear like, be... bear naked. Oh, got it. Okay, B-A-R-E. Got it. Okay, good. leather Leatherworks. Good. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, yeah, see, that that, to me makes sense. Because, again, ultimately, one of the things that I think is kind of neat is that whole thing of, like, let's say you got a common play partner and impact play has become a portion of the gig. Finding Mm -hmm. out what sensations, you know, I mean, is it going to, you know, should I go get a truncheon, right? You know, because, geez, they really, you know, and, and all of that stuff. I got to say, tonight's gig, you know, I'm, so I'm due to deliver a little bit of discipline and, and, you know, I'm, I basically, I'm paid to, to do that. And I try and do it with a little flair and zeal. And one of the big (laughs) questions I have is, is, okay, so, so the coat hanger, okay. So the classic old standard of hitting somebody with a coat hanger. So why, you know, where, how does that fit in in terms of like, pain and tolerance and threshold and all of that. Are you familiar? You ever been whacked with a coat hanger? Coat
1: hangers are fucking nasty. Um, the only problem with a coat hanger is that um, if you're using a, a wire coat hanger is yeah, you have you're... to be very careful that you might cut the skin.
0: Got it. Okay. It's
1: not, it's not something that is that it's easy to because it's, it, it, it's such a small diameter and it's a piece of metal. You've got to be really careful that, you know, if you're playing with somebody that doesn't mind having cuts and contusions, yep. then a coat hanger, but that's a nasty, nasty toy.
0: Well, it's this is, that, that, whole, is nasty. that whole, you know, consensual, non-consensual gig of somebody needing a beaten and just, it's like, okay, you want to get beat by your pimp daddy, all right, and that whole thing of jumping on them and, you know, <laughs> whacking on them so, a little bit with the coat hanger.
1: One of the things that I think is really hot and I personally really like Is fists and and feet. And, Ah, um, because I like, I like, even though I do like canes and single tails, that stingy stuff, I really love fists and feet. I like to really study. And we always have our fists and our feet. And you can use fists on the ass and on the shoulders without causing any really heavy damage. Sure. Um, so if somebody really likes stud, I suggest hit them with the fist or kick them with your feet. Uh, sure, <laughs> which can be really
0: really sexy. <laughs> oh, you know the. Uh, um, yeah. Oh, I was just going to say distracted. that that whole thing whole thing of seeing a a, a sub and you know because of course there's that thing they want right so so if they want to get beat, I mean there's the whole withhold it right okay geez I'm oh, not gonna yeah. beat you, but then there's the whole okay I'm either you know it's like well I got to beat you either what a little more or a little different. Because if it's a discipline thing, right, it's like, well, and it's kind of funny because, again, let's face it, when you get into submissive land, there is a point where, like in your case, if somebody wanted to discipline you through impact play, they got some work on their hands, okay? <laughs> I would probably some,
1: laugh at him a lot. Right.
0: That's <laughs> not something that's going to come easy, right? You know what I mean? so Right.
1: Well, it would have to be done by something that I just don't like.
0: Right, right. Uh, and,
1: and my my least favorite impact play is paddles. And so that if you picked up a paddle, well, except that I probably want to hit you back. I'm not very, um, I'm not very well mannered. <laughs> is that a well, good way to put it? <laughs>
0: I think it is. But it's also, again, you know that 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 spunky sub, you know, you you know. So hey, uh, I got a couple more minutes if you don't mind. Ever know anybody who's really good with a single tail?
1: Yes, I do. Many people I know. How,
0: right how how long does it take to get good with something like that? How I mean, that's kind of a life study, isn't it?
1: It is a life study. One of the things about single tails, which is so fascinating, is that uh, while you can get out there and crack those whips and make them sound really good, to be proficient enough to hit somebody, you really, really, really need to practice a long, long time. I personally ah. won't play with somebody um, with a single tail that hasn't been using it for about maybe a year. Because wow. one of the things about singletails is, is going back to something that can, can harm the body. It breaks the sound barrier, you know, those smack and crack, the cracks that they make. So if you hit the body hard enough, you can cut deep and you can cause a lot of damage to the body if you don't know what you're doing. So it's one of the more pot, potentially dangerous items that we play with. Sure. Um, nothing, nothing wrong with that, mind you, but it's sure. just something to be aware of that it does take a little bit more finesse, and you do need to have a little bit more of a of a grasp of exactly what it is you're getting into before you start playing with something like a single tail. That well, and
0: said,
1: it's it, sexy and hot.
0: Well, and it speaks, I think, a lot to that mentorship that's in the community that that works so well. The whole thing of finding someone who knows what they're doing and asking nicely. If they'd be willing exactly. to impart, share, and, and you know, being respectful and all of that. Because, again, in most cases, something like that, you know, the only way you're going to learn it, right, is you're going to have somebody willing to let you learn with them, you know. and
1: Exactly. You
0: yes. know, so, and the short course is probably having somebody there doing a whole lot of teaching while you're doing the learning, right?
1: And we do workshops here at the center for that exact reason.
0: Oh, wait a minute. At the, the center? Time. I think I forgot to get your plug-in. Let's get a plug-in. Where? Where? Who are you? What?
1: I'm Alina Gavash with the Center for Sex Positive Culture in Seattle, Washington. One of the hottest, sexiest places to go play and also go learn about BDSM kink and other kinds of sex-positive relationships.
0: Wait a minute. So that's that place that's like, it's what, 9,000, 10,000, 11,000 square feet? How big is that place?
1: It's about 10,000 square feet.
0: Geez. Yeah. Geez. And then it's filled with? you. Kinky smart people. Kinky, kinky people who know what they're doing. See, I like that. So, uh, so okay, so so I feel like I'm smarter with regards to impact play, and it sounds to me that uh, maybe the smart thing for me to do is when I do enact my little bit of, how should we say, revenge and discipline, is to be smart and wise with my coat hanger and check in with my individual the whole time to see to it that I'm not catching them with the pokey end or that as I'm yeah. whacking on them, um, you know, the, you know, everybody's got their edge. I just want to make sure that Mofo doesn't forget that. Well, anyway, I just want to make sure that the lesson is sound, right?
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> See, I like that. So, so she is the Empress of Kink. Her name is Alina Gabosh. She's really, really sexy, and she's goddamn smart too. Thank Aren't you, you? So much. Well, I am. Thank you for taking the time. I'm going to get this trimmed up and uh, post it. I'll put it up on the Night Flirt site and some stuff like that. Dahl, thank you so much, and I'll talk to you in the next day or two.
1: Absolutely. Talk to you soon.
0: Yeah, yeah. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to I Do Not Like You, the show about applied discipline. Hosted by Dan Chemis, a.k.a. The Voice 666. From KinkyMP3Files.com.